0: what would you do if you knew anything was possible for you my name is holly moore and i started an events company 10 years ago from scratch at my dining room table join me over the next few weeks and hopefully at the end of it you will see why anything truly is possible for you Welcome to another episode of the Anything Is Possible podcast. Now, our podcast today is virtual, and there's a good reason for that because my wonderful guest, Joe McDonald, is talking to us live from Tulum, Mexico. Um, so, for those of you that may or may not know Joe, Joe McDonald is an Instagram sensation with 1.6 million followers, um, and her journey is a journey that started six years ago at the age of 70 when she discovered fitness and has transformed her life not only in the fitness arena but personally and with her own business now. Um, I am so excited to speak to Joan today. Please don't turn off if you're not into fitness because I think this podcast is going to inspire everybody on every level. So Joan, welcome to the Anything is Possible podcast.
1: Thanks for inviting me, Holly. It's a pleasure to be here I'd like to be there virtual like really
0: (laughs) let's make that goal I think I need to join you in your in the gym in Tulum at some point and have a workout with you definitely um so so Joan um let's go back to 2016 you were 70 years old and you were living I guess a relatively normal life and it was a doctor's appointment I believe that started to change things for you
1: yes um i had i had gone to the doctors and uh because i haven't been able to keep my blood pressure on an even keel they wanted to increase my medication and i really didn't want any part of that and my daughter was visiting and uh i thought she already knew that i was on um, medication for blood pressure but Apparently, she wasn't, and we were down in the basement doing a laundry, and coming up the stairs, she she just couldn't believe how I had to go up one step at a time, and I was huffing and puffing, but I do have a shortness of breath because I've had rheumatic fever twice in my life, and I think it's affected my breathing. But anyway, she she was very concerned uh, for my health, and she's going. And I was looking after my mother and she was in a nursing home and she says, you're going to end up like your mom. That's what's going to happen. And I won't be around. And <laughs> when she put it to me like that, I she says, you have followed me and I would like you to join my, um, transformation group, uh, there's, there was ten people in that group at that time, and um, she just threw down the gauntlet and says, uh, "Look, it—you got to do something about your health, or you're going to be end up in a nursing home yourself." And uh, I didn't want any part of that, and I—I I, I says, "Okay, let me think about it." So, anyway, it it took me a couple of days. I went to the gym with her and her husband. And uh, while she was there, and uh, I, I thought, I, I've got to do something. Like, I, I just can't go on the way my life is. I'm not happy. Uh, I I look awful. I, I wouldn't look in the mirror or have a picture taken without oh, hating it. Uh, so uh, anyway, I said, okay. We'll try this. I says, but you're down in Mexico and I'm here. What? Do we, how are we going to do this? So I had had, they had given me a, a an iPad, I think, for Christmas or my birthday or something. So she showed me a bit about how to do that. Um, and then she says, um, I think maybe you need to come down to Mexico so we can get you, you know, really started on this. You've got to learn how to to eat properly, balanced meals, um, you got to cut out a lot of, we had a lot of, I guess, junk food, p- peanuts <laughs> and stuff like that, and um, anyway, I, I said, okay, I'll do it, and that was a promise to myself. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. I couldn't give up. I had to keep going. So I went down to Mexico. or came down to Mexico for um, two weeks. I think it was, and they they put me through the ringer trying <laughs> to get me started. Um, uh, exercises like the, some of them were just seemed impossible for me. Today they they're quite simple, um, but I was working with a 200 pound body and uh, that was kind of tough so I, d- I sympathize with anyone that's overweight I didn't even think I was that big until I saw the pictures of me okay. and I'm going oh my god like this is this is awful so anytime I felt like throwing the towel in I would think uh, you, you know you gotta you gotta keep going. And there were many calls I made when I got back to Canada uh, in tears. I, like I just felt um, overwhelmed with, with what I had to learn. I didn't know anything about technology. <laughs> very, very little. Yeah, I could turn on a computer, but I used the computer for looking up information or playing, entertaining myself because we yeah. didn't go out. Um, a lot at all. And, uh, it was almost as bad as during the pandemic. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, um, the first six months was a big eye opener. Uh, I did everything Michelle said about like taking the measurements, taking the photos, all that stuff. And I could see that there was differences, changes in my body. Yeah um i don't like the scale so much i just use it as a uh, what we call like a guide. yeah a guide more than anything it was the measurements that were the the key point where you, you know you you put on clothes that you thought that were too small for you before and they're you put them on and they're You know, you can put your arm right down your jeans type of thing. You had that much room and you're going, wow, this must be working. Yeah. So I think that that was the incentive for me to keep, you know, like where, where is this going? Like I'm, I'm not losing so much weight, but I'm losing size. How do you, how does that happen? And I had so many questions for them. Uh, Both her and her husband are online coaches yeah, and they're very successful coaches, and um, the federation that she's finally in, which is the WBFF, um, they uh, they use them as um, judges, yeah, and MCs. So they they're really top of the line, and yeah. it's not just because they're related to me, but they are. Yeah. They're very very good at what they do, and they're not. Afraid to take advice or anything from anybody else, yeah. because that's that's how you grow. You, yeah. you you know you you work with other people, but anyway, within two months there was a, a, a fairly good change, and really um,
0: that quickly.
1: Yeah, that I could I could see it was was changing, and with like was having to take photos every week and put them against your original one. Yeah, that was like. That's a really wow for me, yeah. um, and it is for anyone. So I, I try to make sure that um, people who are following me uh, use the scale, not so much as a detriment to them, because like five pounds of fat and five pounds of muscle are five pounds. Yeah. But fat takes up a lot more room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's 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 learning. Um, to think more objectively about, um, the exercises, like make sure I've gone into gyms. I don't know if you have, and someone's picked up a, a weight and they're, you know, like they're going like this and I'm going, that's, you're not doing anything with your body. You have to have a resistance. So, um. The way that they teach is to, um, oh, my God, I'm going to be bad here because I, I'm i terrible when I'm trying to remember something. I always <laughs> forget. <laughs> uh, uh, it's like a strength training as opposed to. It's a strength training, yes, yeah. but as, and, and it's resistance. Like yeah. you can do, you can get as much, not as much, but close to the same amount of, of um, muscle build with Uh, just resistance bands. Yeah. You know, as long as you don't use anything too light. Um, And I, I found this uh, very helpful with people who are restricted to home. Yeah. So I, in my second year, third, I must've been into my third year before I um, started doing home videos people like yeah. watch so that they could you can do stuff at home you you might not have the money to buy the equipment but there are things in your house that weigh yeah like weights yeah. you've got a can of paint like if you had a gallon of paint you're trying to move it up and down a certain way you're, go, you're still going to get that resistance yeah
0: so for, our, for our listeners um, to give some context, Joan, as well. So Michelle is your daughter, and she became got into fitness. And does she own the Sh- Tulum Strength Club? Yes. Yes, which she is, does. And we'll, we'll plug that at the end, and we'll put it in the show notes. So, as a, as a um, is Michelle an only child, or are there other children? No,
1: there's. She's a the middle child. Yeah, <laughs> I've got two two others. I got two sons, one older and one younger.
0: So was fitness, so they're growing up in Canada, um, was fitness part of your lives at all or is that just a career path that she took independently?
1: She took independently. Um, My sons were active in different things, but um, no, Michelle, um, and she's quite open with it. She became bulimic when she was quite young. And um, when she was out west, she... um, well, she went to medical school, and it when she uh, got her first year done, she's decided it wasn't for her because it's you know it's a bandage.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
1: Thinking it's pre- she wants pre- she wants preventative preventative. preventative wow. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, when she was thirty, I think she got introduced to yoga. Yes, yeah, and that. The mind thinking, and she's very, very, very intelligent. Yeah. So the mind um, thinking, because she, that's she's such a deep thinker. Yeah. Got her um, interested and focused, and she got she finally got over the bulimia. Wow. It Is was it a lot about. A, a, yeah.
0: A lot of our guests, actually, on this podcast, not necessarily into fitness, but have all said about meditation and that clearing of the mind and how important that is to them. Mm-hmm. So, when did she move to Tulum? Then,
1: uh, she had been coming to Tulum, I think, since two thousand and three or four. Yeah, yeah. And she got and she just loved it here. Yeah, love the freedom. She calls it the the cowboys, like a, a Western, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's a real true Western. Yeah. Um, yeah. She really loved the, uh, the atmosphere here. And she was trying to figure out how she could live here and make a living. Yeah. So anyway, she met up. No, oh, she had uh, a friend who was, did a show. Yeah. On fitness and she went and watched her and she got really hooked on the girls that are in this are all fit, they're all beautiful, they there's all there's a common thread here. So it got her curious and she's she reads like books and books and books. Yeah. And, and and not just ordinary books, not fiction. It's all yeah. the good stuff. Anyway, she um, she got really interested in it. She thought, I'm going to see if I can do something like that. So that's how she got hooked on uh, the stage. And I think they decided to come here in 2000 and... They've been here seven years, I think.
0: So when she came seven home, years. I guess, to see you in 2016, she'd been there a while your can you now pinpoint obviously you said that potentially medically you've got a shortness of breath anyway but um to have been overweight with high blood pressure i think your cholesterol was high as well wasn't it um what i had
1: yeah i had uh acid reflux really really bad yeah that's always feels like you're being choked to death um yeah. and uh, i was taking medication for cholesterol high cholesterol yeah yeah and i i asked the doctor i asked the doctor to see you know, what my numbers were, and I was not impressed with that. I thought, my numbers are not that bad. Why am I taking medication for that? So I asked them, and then they said, it's a maintenance dosage so that you it doesn't get worse. Wow. And, like, I just don't understand why everyone over 40, pretty much, yeah. Has to be on medication. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's it's just, it's it's not preventative, and yeah. it should be preventative. I got off my medication within the year. Yeah, I had I asked my doctor. I says if I can get off, if I can lose weight and get my blood pressure down, would you help me? Yeah, and. She was very willing. Yeah. And she monitored me, and it got to the point where my blood pressure was going down too much. Yeah. And I was starting to pass out. Wow. So, yeah, she just kept decreasing, decreasing, and then by October of that year, 2017, I was off all the medication. I wasn't troubled with the acid reflux. Because that's part of, you know, all the weight that you have around your midriff. Right. That will cause um, problems with acid reflux. Because it's, it's choking your peritoneal cavity.
0: And when did all this start, Jane? Because we're talking about you making the change at 70. But at what age would you say these health problems crept up on you? Because we've got listeners, you know, from in their 20s to their 80s. Like, when did you see- I
1: believe I was on medication from... 15 for 15 years
0: wow so since you're about 55 something like that yeah 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 and I
1: and I didn't really believe that I needed it because my life was in a kind of a flux where I was not I wasn't happy I was not happy with how my life was
0: Talk to us and, about that then. Was that purely on a physical point of view? You said you didn't like having a photo taken. Was it physical or you mentioned you didn't go out that much? Was it a combination of everything?
1: It was a combination.
0: Like, it's not that I was never happy,
1: but I, if I caught a glimpse of myself reflected back, it would take my joy away.
0: Right. Okay. do you know what I'm saying? And when did that group, it, like when did that start to happen? Was it like that in your teenagers or is it was it purely no, like no, no, post 40? No.
1: no, it was as later on in, in life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, yeah. that was, got you to that point. You went over to Mexico um, and started on this transformation. Um, and just, so how did that start from you, from really not going to the gym? You know, how many times a week did you commit to? Um, what did you have to, com- what did you have to cut out from food as well? What were the, the big changes in the beginning?
1: Cut kind out of, junk food.
0: And, and your version of junk sh- drunk food would be, was it chocolate, alcohol?
1: Ch- yeah, all all that stuff. I didn't. I wasn't much of a drinker to begin with. Yeah. So that wasn't a big thing. Yeah. Like I know I've got lots of friends that love their wine. Yeah. It's, not, it's okay. Yeah. But you've got to. It's it's empty calories. Yeah. It's it doesn't help, and it's it's actually poison to the body. Whether you know and. I know a lot of people don't want to listen to that or, or believe it, but it is. Yeah. Uh, if it doesn't do you any good, why why do it? And I had to think about that part of it. Um, I had to know that I was doing something good for my body. Yeah. And you can eat anything. It's the combination, and it's when you eat. So yeah. I have my larger meals before and after my workout, and I yeah. do my workouts mainly in the morning. Yeah. Um, and it's remembering a lot of this stuff, uh, like do your fruits, do your starches in the in the early part of the day so you can wear them off. Yeah. Don't do them at night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I couldn't eat as much as she wanted me to at the beginning. Tell us
0: about four. that then. Because you said, I think I've watched on a YouTube video, you used to have a couple of meals a day and then snack um, Yeah. before. So what would what was she typically telling you to eat then in a day when you first started? Have, eat your meals
1: um, every two to three hours.
0: Yeah. So you have five meals.
1: Yeah. So if I started at 8 o'clock, I would end at 8 o'clock type of
0: thing. Right. Like a 12-hour window. Okay.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, like I said, you do your, your bigger meal before and after your workout. And mine was always in the morning. Yeah. Because I felt I needed to wake up my body. Yeah. So uh, that was a good way of doing it. I felt so much better. Even if, it, if I didn't want to go to the gym, I would yeah. still go. I started off four days a week. Um, uh, there was three workouts and one was yoga.
0: Oh, so okay. Stretching
1: was a big thing. Yeah. Stretching was a good thing. And most, I've got yoga moves in almost every day. Yeah. Like with my warm ups and my cool downs. And even during, you know, the workouts, I may have moves that are yoga moves. Yeah. Michelle was a, a Bikram teacher. Yeah. She got hers and, like, she t- told me, showed me a lot of stuff. I have a very bad balance.
0: Yeah. Oh, I do too. I'm,
1: yeah. And it's getting better. Yeah. Like, when you do the strength training, you're, you're, you do your upper, then the next day, your lower body. Yeah. Upper, lower. I'm five days a week now. Yeah. And, I do a little bit of cardio on my workout days, but I do my main cardio on my two days that I have free. And I don't have usually. I don't usually have my free days together. Yeah. Like I do th- three a day off, two yeah. a day off.
0: And what yeah. does your cardio look like then on your days off? Is that walking or is it running? I
1: uh, I like biking. Oh, right, Yeah. I like I like to use my bike. Um, and I, I use it a lot here in, in, uh, well, I did in Canada too, but I use it a lot to get around because that's my only way of transportation yeah. is by my bike or my walking.
0: Yeah. So yeah. give us some stats. So what can you squat? What can you deadlift? What? Give us some. Oh my goodness. Some weight, some PBs. Uh,
1: what's the other one that I do? The oh, hip
0: thrust. (laughs) Oh, yeah. What's your? What's your? I got PB the other day. What's yours? Oh, my God. Are you going to show me up? 215. What's that in kilograms? Or is that kilograms? No. 95, Joan. That's amazing.
1: Kilograms, yeah. Yeah. Um, What's the other one? The thruster? Leg. Leg press. Leg press? Yeah. Leg press, I can do. Altogether, three hundred and twenty.
0: So you you started on this journey like four times a week. You're now doing five times a week with your cardio. Do you know how you've changed your body composition? Like, do you know your body fat percentage?
1: My body has changed considerably.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, you look like you really, um, when you look at the photos, and we'll put them up on the podcast, your transformation photos, like, it's not that just you've, like, lost weight. Like, your muscles are massive. Like, you've got really big muscles. Oh, my arm. Your up the guns. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> so, in that, and that is just consistently training, increasing your weight. It's like consistency. Yeah. Consistency. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I guess you're, you, Were well, you retired when you started training or, you know. Oh, the yes. Time? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So- yeah I belong to a gym um, 10 years for 10 years prior to that. But I, I, I was, I'm on a pension. So I, I was only able to save up money and maybe do a month, get a trainer for a month yeah. at a time. And I did pretty good with that, but there was nothing about nutrition and nutrition is at least 50, if not 60% of the composition changing. Yeah. Like that is a main thing.
0: If you were going to give, so somebody out there, let's say they go to the gym and they do strength training, they go like, you know, four or five times a week. um, But their nutrition is, not great. What are like the five things that you would say to somebody to change in your nutrition to get to get those results? Okay, minimum three liters of water a day. Well, now, why do you say that? I know we're, t- we're told to. I'm terrible with water. I have to add like cordial to it to drink it. Just tell yeah. us why that is so important.
1: You have to keep your body hydrated. You want to keep flushing out. Your bladder and kidneys, right? Yeah. Um, some people drink up to five liters yeah. of water a day. Uh, the more you can drink, but I'm saying the minimum is three liters.
0: And can so, that be with some cordial, like no added sugar cordial? Can it be sparkling water, or does it need to be like pure water?
1: It should be water, but I use um, I use a, a light sweetener. Yeah. Not a sweetener, but a flavor. Like a
0: flavor. You know, yeah. the
1: the little sweet flavor things. Uh sugar try to stay away from the sugar.
0: Yeah. What about sweeteners? Yeah. Like as in no added sugar cordial, could you use that? Yeah, if you if you um
1: it's, if it got like stevia in it or some some yeah. kind okay. of a sweetener that's plant based. Plant based, yeah. Uh, and has no calories in it, that's yeah. that's best to do. Uh, you should have at least eight hours of sleep Yeah, and try to be in bed at the same time. So that changed my whole, like I'm in bed at nine o'clock sleeping um, and I get up early. So I get my eight hours sleep that way. Um,
0: And why is it, again, Joan, just for people that are really starting on on that journey, why is that so important? So for someone like me, I I do get up at five o'clock, five, six o'clock, every morning so I like to train early but I struggle going to bed early because I'll end up being at work late so I won't get into late. How, like for somebody like me that physically at the moment can't find that much time to sleep and I, I do feel like I function okay on six hours. Why is that eight hours so, so important?
1: Your body has to use all the um, nutrients that it's had to build your muscle. Okay. And the, the with macros, it's a balanced meal. You've got protein, yeah. you and always, always have protein in every meal. Yeah. Uh, the more, the better. Yeah. Uh, so it's protein, carbs, and good fats. Yeah. Like your avocado. Uh, you can use nuts, but you have to limit
0: them. Yeah.
1: Like don't you don't eat don't mindlessly eat and roast peanuts, peanuts. <laughs> y'all can you you know you you put a dish of peanuts beside you they're gone before you know yeah. it because you just you just keep doing it yeah 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 uh, stay away from the junk foods um what's the other thing meditation is great just to yeah. and meditation could be just sitting quietly and breathing deeply yeah it does you don't have to be thinking about anything just take five minutes yeah, yourself, and just let your body relax. Yeah, that is so important. The mindset is a great thing. So, that reading a lot of bu- books about mindset, like "The Big Leap" by Gay Hendricks. Uh, uh, Darren Donnelly has a lot of of good books, like uh, "Think Like a Warrior."
0: Okay, uh,
1: they're all about. Thinking, thinking deeply, and making the best out of your life—it uh, just helps to ground you. You—that's why the mind, the mindset is is a real. We keep talking to ourselves in our heads, yeah, that negative stuff, mm-hmm. and getting that out. Of there, and like I was terrible at taking a compliment. I'd always have a comeback that was like negate that compliment. Yeah, and I it was my son in law that was really good at that. Can you not take a compliment? Just
0: say thank you. I'm going, you got loads of flames now on your Instagram.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's it, it just. It was just too hard to yeah. do that um, yeah. without turning it around and be being negative about yeah. it. I I didn't think of it as being negative. It's it's how you're brought up. It's it's kind of funny. You don't really think about what you what you're doing. Yeah, you just do things sort of mindlessly. Mm-hmm. And I think another thing was the. Um, trying to slow down my eating yeah um it was just something i thought thought i had to get through yeah (laughs) you know not you should be enjoying the meal you should be enjoying any company that you have making eye contact with with people um when you're talking to them
0: for anyone that's going to look at you now on instagram and on youtube and everything the transformation is truly amazing and not actually only in your like physical appearance physical in, in mm-hmm. the way that you look. You know, your hair's different, your makeup's different. Like, you definitely look like you've got a spring on your step. Um, is <laughs> anything, before we come on to your kind of new career as a as a social media influencer, um, is there anything you missed from your old life?
1: Yeah, just being with my friends. Yeah. Being with people. Um, but I'm, I'm surrounded with people but there's a difference.
0: So like mean compared to most people are,
1: yeah, most people are strangers to me. I, I still have my friends. Uh, they have been really, really great with me. They, they've backed me up. They've never, you know, sneered at me or anything like that. I didn't get any negativeness that way. And any negativeness I get now on social media is very little. And I've learned to just get rid of them.
0: Yeah. And just, that's probably having a strong mind that, isn't it? The mindfulness. It was, yeah,
1: it, it's been a struggle. I must say it's been a struggle. I'm, I, I'm not, I think I probably listened to too many people and t- took um, feedback from them. I like to find the best in others, mm-hmm. and I, I I bide my time before I actually make a judgment. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, yeah, it's it like you can't jump to conclusions. There's, there's so many things that are influencing everyone else's life, and you don't know what that is. So you got to be kind of careful with judging anybody. I like I followed my daughter. Um, right from the get-go, when she first started um, t- doing these, uh, I think I'm pretty sure it was 2000, maybe nine or ten. Yeah, when she started, and uh, she's what she's done for so many people's lives is fabulous, including myself. Uh-huh. Um. I've got to give her full credit uh, and myself because she can only tell you what to do. You have to do it. Yeah, And it's like when, when people say, how do you start movement? You have to start by moving. You can't, you can't wish for a change in your life. You have to actually make it happen. Yeah. And, and that's a hard thing for a lot of people to accept. Um. How do you start? Well, you take one step at a time. It's just like the Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, like one day at a time. Just do the best that you can. Work at it. Make it happen. If you really want it, you can make
0: it happen. There's nothing stopping you except you. It's like, and, um, I don't know if you know Tony Robbins. He's the, the American most oh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. so I've followed him for quite a long time. One thing that really stuck with me that he said is that for people to change, that basically the pain of staying where they are has to outweigh the pleasure so for example like the pain of being overweight and the pleasure you can get from chocolate and alcohol and all those indulgences and not doing anything suddenly the pain outweighs that and that's what forces you to change um and to your point as i said to you earlier you know i didn't step foot in a gym till i was 30 Mm -hmm. reason two reasons i did one was oh, I can't eat what I want anymore like I used to and not put on any weight. Yeah. Because it suddenly creeps up on you. And then two is mental health. And the doctor told me that it would be, a, you know, it would be really good for mental health. And, you know, at first I literally did just say, well, if I walk in that gym three times a week, even if I do 15 minutes, I physically put my gym gear in, I've walked in. And then, of course, you build it up and you discover how you like to train and how you enjoy training. And, you know, and whether that is... Weightlifting that you do, whether it's trampoline, this new craze of trampolining, like it's finding what you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but the weight lifting really helps um, with the uh, the bone density too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It that, it may not reverse it. Yeah, but it will stop it from from progressing. Yeah. You got to remember that if you're from being young to being in your 70s, that's a lot of time that you're not, if you haven't been doing training, yeah. that you your muscles get slack and slack yeah. and slack. And then it's hard to get it back again. But I'm not as bad as I was when I started, but it's still never going to be what I was when yeah. I was 20. And it's not about... Looking all that great, but it, that that's a bonus. Yeah, but it's feeling like if you're healthy, money can't buy health. Mm-hmm. I've I've um, come to that conclusion quite a while ago, and I think that was one of the things that was making me very unhappy. Was yeah. I was I wasn't feeling healthy, and I didn't know how I didn't know how to not. Or to get that way. I yeah. wanted to be healthy, but I had to understand the food that I ate was what made me healthy.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But that's why, you, uh, if you've ever been to a, a nursing home,
0: I have yeah. I or had that.
1: anyone in yeah. a nursing home, you know what they feed them. Well, it's all carbs. Yeah, very, yeah. very little protein. Yeah. And then they give them all these medications, and it's just like, What are you doing? You're supposed to be professionals. Yeah. Like, you want these people to just exist. Yeah. And that's what's happening. They exist until they finally die. Mm -hmm. They don't, there's nothing in there to give them a, a, a zest for life. This is what we're after. Get out of the mind thinking that life is finished when you're 40. It's not. It's only starting. Because you're going through menopause and yes, a lot of crap happens when you're in menopause. But you can you don't all not everyone has to go on medication. I I didn't never go went on medication for that. I thought rightly or wrongly that at least I had one ovary and I, I had just one ovary left, I figured that should get me through and it doesn't last forever it's going it's going to go away eventually but I would go through that yo-yo stage of dieting yeah nothing lasts because you get bored of it yeah and I wanted something that was sustainable yeah and I'm glad that I finally followed my daughter and got it it finally came being eating balanced meals working out, and it's just that I've got this byproduct where she started me on Instagram that actually grew, and I had, yeah, I had...
0: Well, that I was, that was gonna be my next question. So you've transformed your life and the way you look. And now you've also kind of given yourself a career um, with your 1.6 million Instagram followers and 83,000 YouTube followers, I think, subscribers. Um, I, watched I don't of, even know. <laughs> I don't even know how, the numbers. Like, tell us how that happened. Were you on Facebook anyway? Like, how did this whole, like, kind of? It is a little business now, isn't it? Because, I mean, you're an ambassador for Women's Best. You do podcasts. You do mm-hmm. talks. How did that all grow? It just did.
1: And uh, people were interested. And I'm going, why are they interested in me? <laughs> I just couldn't. I couldn't. And I still find it difficult when when people will recognize me and some of them will recognize me from behind, and I'm going, "How do they do that? Like I don't even know what I look like behind <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just, it it just it boggles my mind I've, everyone I've met on these podcasts or interviews that I've been doing they I just find them so friendly, like yourself. <laughs> it's just like talking to a friend um it gets easier and easier i would get so paranoid like even i still do because <laughs> you i don't think that i'm uh upset or, or um, nervous about it but when i can't sleep at night oh. i know it it's the subconscious is, is coming to the forefront and i and i can't sleep properly did you sleep? I should have night taken there. something last. Yeah, I should have taken something last <laughs> night, like calm.
0: <laughs> Get calm. <laughs> oh, no, but so how, I,
1: I've, I'm always pleasantly surprised.
0: And how did it grow? Then did you just do a post? And you know, I know Michelle helps you with the Instagram, doesn't she? But
1: yeah, M- Michelle puts uh, puts my posts up. Um, we we usually agree on what is being put up, and. We do the there's certain things that we do every so many every so many weeks, on, uh, or when she does the, the post, and that generates more and more interest. We found out, like for, by trial and error, what what brings people to it, and what is sort of iffy.
0: And what you know? is it, what are the things that people are drawn to?
1: They like to see my before and afters. Yeah. As I progress. And uh, they really like to know what I'm eating. Yeah. Which I find that's kind of funny. But anyway, mm-hmm. they're actually very, they're interested in every aspect of my life. And I just, um, I'm surprised by that. I Like, I didn't think I was anything out of the ordinary. I still don't think I'm anything out of the ordinary. I've done something extraordinary for someone that's ordinary.
0: I I mean, I think you saw me. I mean, it is extraordinary. And I think you've also mentioned, even though you're 76, you want to speak to those that unsp- that unheard group which is the 40 to 50 year olds that um, there seems to be a, kind of a gap for them and i think you know that your story although you started at, at 70 i think is going to be so inspirational for those younger than you as well you know maybe those mums oh. that have had kids and think that they can't get back in the gym or they've not got time or my body's changed now it's never going to go back like i think you will be an inspiration to those people
1: that's true it is it is true um it's, it's changing the way people think because it's been such a male-dominated society mm-hmm. and there are women out there that are mind-blowingly brilliant and they need to be recognized It's it doesn't matter who you are, what race, what I don't care you're a person you know You. If you've got something that is extraordinary, you should be able to bring it to the forefront. There's nothing that should ever stop you, especially age. It's got nothing to really do with it. Hopefully we get wiser as we get older, but it's not a given in any walk of life, whether it be man or woman. Um, I have most of my followers really are younger yeah from twenty five to thirty five are the major ones. Um, I, I I hear from people from all over the world. I just want women to realize your life is not over. Um, don't care I don't care what anyone else says. It's not over until you, it's up to you to make a point. yeah, that you have a life. You have a message to pass on. I'm sure you're like changing your attitude towards the gym. I didn't really, I didn't want big muscles or anything. They must have been hidden underneath everything. (laughs) You know, like I didn't know. Yeah. I I know I was strong, Um, but I've always been someone that uh, is not afraid of hard work. Yeah. So I've, a got, lot.
0: I've got two more questions before um, we okay. bring the podcast to a close. Now, when I was doing <laughs> my research about you, Joan, I couldn't find really anything about your husband. And there he was. He popped up on Instagram last week. So, I mean, <laughs> my research ended. Tell us about Norm. You've got Norm in the gym.
1: Finally got him into the gym. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's... Um, Doing pretty good for someone who had, you know, he's eighty-one years old. Wow! So. <laughs> and how did that happen? How did you persuade him to join you? Well, I think it was just not being with me. I was yeah. here a lot, and he didn't want to travel. And um, yeah, he's decided to come away with me, and uh, and part of the bargain was that he try to strengthen his limbs.
0: Wow. Yeah. And has he and found I, it it, difficult to change? Because, again, um, what Tony Robbins will, will say is when one half of a partnership makes a massive change to their life, be that physical, mental, whatever, it can be hard for the other partner because they can feel a little bit left behind. Did that happen with you or, you know, was it hard for him to understand your journey?
1: I think he... he um it took a while to, for him to cotton on because <laughs> I remember him when I first started making fun of me that it took longer to measure out my food than it did to eat it, <laughs> and it was true. Yeah, like it. I, but I had to learn. Yeah, you know, it's a learning process. Um, I don't. I, he's not a hundred percent into you know figuring out the food yeah. part of it. So I just. Baby go ahead and make the meals and he he'll eat them he's not hard to please yeah so
0: oh I'm yeah. excited to see him um, and his journey on Instagram and um, lastly Joan um we say age isn't a barrier um, and you're only 76 so tell me what is next for train with Joe
1: uh, well we have a book coming out oh wow. Um, I can't say too much about it yet. We still haven't finished doing the filming for pictures and stuff yeah. like that. Um, I don't know. I'm, I I just sort of go with the flow. I leave the um, the choosing of what's going to happen because I don't want. I don't. I want to enjoy. Yeah. My life as well, and I spend an awful lot of time on. You know, the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Instagram and that. And um, I just, every time I think about not going forward, I, I think, I can't let these people down. Yeah. I yeah. do. I feel very responsible um, for changing the lives of, of people. I, I just, some of them will never change because they, they feel too comfortable in, in where they are. Even though they don't like where they are, they mm-hmm. just... They just can't take that step, Yeah, you know, and if I, if I'll just keep giving the same message and he, if they keep following me, they will eventually, which I have had people I've been following you for years and now I want to do something about yeah. it, you know, and it's true. It, 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 you have to repeat and repeat in order to pique the interest. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah.
0: And um, so I, I would, I'm would. i gonna say that I am definitely going to come to Tulum at some point, so somewhere on my bucket list that I want to go to. Um, so hopefully I will meet you in the flesh and we'll maybe even do um, a workout together. Um,
1: that would be great.
0: And so this podcast is called Anything Is Possible. So can you just tell our listeners, Joan, what does Anything Is Possible mean to you?
1: It means that there's nothing out there that I can't try. Okay. at least try Love. everyone should at least give a solid good effort on anything that they want to try and uh you'd be amazed at what you can do when you put your mind to it
0: nobody's actually said it in that context before and actually That's really interesting that there are things that we think we might not be great at, but even if we just try them once, enjoy it and don't do them again, at least we've tried and can say that we've done it. I love that. So to conclude this podcast, um, I remember when I wanted to um, make Anything Is Possible a dream and um, do our own empowerment conference, which we are going to launch. Um, And I remember saying to somebody, oh, whatever, I don't do it soon, I'm gonna be too old. And they said to me, well, who are the people that inspire you? Which at the time was Tony Robbins, who's in his 60s, and Oprah that's in her 60s, two huge influences on me. Um, And you are another influence. Like I think of everything that you've done in the last six years. And I hope that your story just inspires anybody who has that silly thought of, oh, I'm too old for that. You're not too old. You can try anything at any age. And I, and I, don't,
1: I don't think of myself as old.
0: Yeah. I think of myself
1: as, I keep forgetting that I am old <laughs> <laughs> and wrinkled and all the rest of it. They're going, but I don't feel old. If I don't feel old, I'm not old.
0: And you've, you're, like, lifting 95 kg hip thrust, Joan. So, I mean, <laughs> that's all you need to say. Oh, well, listen, yeah. thank you so much. I will um, put everything in the show notes, but I strongly um, get people um, advise people to look at the Tulum Strength Club. Um, I think you do retreats, and you can go there if you're visiting Tulum. So, definitely look at that. Um, follow Joan on Instagram, Train With Joan, and YouTube. And, um, Joan, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you today
1: thank you so much for having me Holly and my daughter I think she should get a plug for this too which is so um, a plug. your healthy Edenista
0: we will tap her <laughs> in all the show notes she's brilliant I follow her too so yeah thank you very much and um, go work out have a great day you too thank you talk to you again bye bye <laughs> Have you been wondering what Anything Is Possible Live 2024 is all about? It's a 12-hour personal development experience from 8am to 8pm. Beyond the amazing content that is going to help you achieve your dreams, we have got mega brands, delicious food and drink, unique activations and much more. This is the sign you have been waiting for. It is time to invest in yourself and be part of something amazing. I really hope to see you there. Link in the bio to buy your tickets.